This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Generally speaking, to be criticized or to feel like you let down the person you love most is really tough. And so if your parents, you know that there's usually the one parent that less frequently disciplines the child. And when that parent gets mad, it's different. Or you have the teacher or the friend that you really, really admire and you don't want to let them down. And then you upset them for the very first time. Now, this is going to be a really hard one to come to terms with. Imagine being cursed by the Prophet or thinking that you were cursed by the Prophet And I'm not talking about someone that was an enemy of the Prophet that became Muslim later on. I'm talking about you're a Muslim living in Medina and you did something that upset the Prophet and the Prophet apparently made dua against you. How do you even recover from something like that? Now, when it comes to the enemies of Islam, the Prophet ﷺ, generally speaking, even with them, he said, I was not sent to curse people, but instead I was sent as a mercy. So it wasn't the habit of the Prophet ﷺ to even curse the enemies. And when he did ﷺ specifically, they all ended up in the same ditch in the Battle of Badr because the Prophet ﷺ would rarely do that. Instead, even when people came to the Prophet ﷺ and said, make dua against our people, the Prophet ﷺ instead would supplicate for them to be guided. Now, I wanna share a few stories because these are different now because you're in the community. And this one is particularly near and dear to my heart and it's not well known. Anas ibn Malik عنه, he said that there was an orphan girl with Umm Sulaiman and the Prophet saw her and the Prophet said to her, wow, Antihiya, are you her? Meaning he hadn't seen her for a long time So he said, are you her? He said, laqad kabirti, you've gotten so much older. La kabira sinnuki, may you not get older. And that was an expression, right? It's like if you see a young girl and you say to a young girl, you know, your friend's daughter or whatever it may be, you say, wow, you've gotten so big, you need to stop growing on me, right? It's an expression of amazement. And a lot of these expressions, of course, have different meanings in the way that they're used and in the formal sense. So this poor young girl thought that the Prophet ﷺ just really made dua against her. So she goes home weeping and Umm Sulaiman sees this young orphan girl and she says to her, Malaki ya bunayati, what's wrong with you, O oh my daughter? And she says, Da'a Allah. The Prophet of Allah made dua against me. He supplicated against me. I'm never going to grow again. I'm never going to get older. And she thought that because of the Prophet's dua, one of two things was going to happen. Either she was going to die or she was going to stay her age and not get any older. Now, Umm Sulaim radiallahu anha knows something is wrong here, right? She is very close to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. She knows that the Prophet loves the orphans. She knows that the Prophet plays with the children. So Umm Sulaiman said, I need to go figure out what happened. So she throws on her hijab and she goes rushing to the Prophet and she's coming to the Prophet with such urgency that the Prophet sees her coming and he says, Malaki ya Umm Sulaim, what is it? Oh, Umm Sulaim, what's wrong with you? And she said, Ya Rasulullah, you, you invoked a curse upon my orphan girl. And the Prophet says, Umm Sulaim, what are you talking about? She says, you cursed her. And so now she says she's never going to grow up. So the Prophet started to laugh. 
And he said, Ya Um Sulaim, don't you know that between me and my Lord is that any time I say something that could be a curse to anyone amongst my Ummah that doesn't deserve it, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will actually make it a source of zakatan wa qurba yawm al-qiyamah, a source of purification for them and a source of coming close on the day of judgment. So even if it was just an expression and even if it was to be taken at its formal meaning, the Prophet sallallahu is saying, look, Allah Azza wa Jal has granted me this with my ummah, that if I say something towards someone in my ummah, one of the believers, and it doesn't apply, that it's going to actually be a source of reward for them. But what about when he actually curses you, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? So this is another story that probably most people have not heard. And it's one where the Prophet actually invokes a curse or seemingly invokes a curse in a very serious situation. And it involves Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha says that after one of the battles, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam had one of the prisoners and he brought the prisoner home. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam told me to watch that prisoner. And he said, be careful and don't lose sight of him. So this is very serious, right? This is post-battle and you have the prisoners of war. People are very dangerous. It's in a war time. And Aisha radiallahu anha has been told, don't lose sight of this prisoner. The Prophet leaves, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha says, some of my friends came over and we started to talk. And as we were socializing, she said that I completely forgot about the prisoner. By the time I went back to the other room and it's not a big house, he was gone. So the Prophet comes back and he looks in the, in the room and the Prophet notices that the prisoner is gone. He says, Aisha, what happened? She said, Ya Rasulullah, my friends came over and I lost sight of him and so I couldn't hold on to him. The Prophet says, Qata Allahu yadak. May Allah cut off your hand. And that was an expression once again. And the Prophet ﷺ immediately leaves out of the house going to look for the prisoner. Now this is a serious situation, right? This is a man that's on the loose that literally was just in battle with the Muslims and could do something. Now Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she's at home and she just heard the Prophet ﷺ say, may Allah cut off your hand. And again, even though it's an expression, she knows her husband, she has witnessed his miracle sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So she is in complete fright that something bad is going to happen to her. So the Prophet ﷺ, he comes home and he sees Aisha in the living room and she's looking at her hands and she's turning her hands over and she's watching them. And as Tuqallibu Yadeha, the narration says, she's looking at her hands and she's watching them, turning them over. The Prophet ﷺ says, what are you doing, Ya Aisha? She said, Ya Rasulullah, I'm looking at my hands to see which one of them is gonna fall off because of your dua against me when you said qata allahu yadak and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said ya aisha don't you know that if i say something like that to someone in my ummah that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it a source of purification for them you don't have to worry about one of your hands falling off and the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam actually made dua he said allahumma fa ayyuma mu'minin sababtuhu faj'al dhalika lahu qurbatan ilayka yawm al-qiyamah he said oh allah if there is any mu'min, any believer that I curse in the, in the midst of anger or in the midst of an expression, make that a means of them coming close to you on the day of judgment. So even in the Prophet Sallallahu anger with you, if he used one of those expressions, even that was a mercy from the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam